You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and we've had a full day so far talking about Canada Day in Monaghan, and uh, we heard there from Brian Clerken early on, and after that we had Alison uh, Curtis, and Alison is from Kingston, Ontario, and now works at Today FM, and then we heard from uh, Yvonne Hernandez from uh, Victoria, BC, who is touring Ireland with a group called Coastline, her students, and will be performing in Monaghan for Canada Day. Well, the man at the chair of the committee in Monaghan that brings it all together and gets all these people out there working is Sean Conlon. And Sean, fantastic job. Welcome back and thanks a million for coming along. Well, well thanks very much, Austin, for bringing, raising awareness to our, our project in Monaghan. It's quite unique and you would have got a flavour, of course, from the previous three different interviews of the guests and our committee and... and and it's it's sort of sheds a tremendous light on what what is I would imagine definitely with, between Ireland and, and England for sure and I would say throughout Europe is fairly unique approach that we bring to the Canada Day celebrations, um, engaging with the Canadian ambassador, you know, organising some food and snacks and recipes there that are Canadian in origin, um, the performance of the national anthem, there is flag raising. Uh, a lecture all on a particular theme regarding uh, the, the uh, Canada-Irish connection as well, and specifically to Monaghan, something we're very, very proud of. And we, we, this is our third annual year to be doing this, growing in popularity and strength of, of uh, attendance and interest. So again, we're very heartened that you are reaching out to us from, from Canada, that's seeking, you know, amongst your listeners to, to raise awareness, and, and that it's, it's a small world. And we're playing our part in ensuring that those who have left our shores or, or their forefathers or those who embrace their Irish heritage feel very much part of what we're doing and then vice versa. And Brian mentioned earlier on, of course, that there's a particularly strong connection between Monaghan and uh, Prince Edward Island and New Brunswick, the Miramichi, and the ambassador being from the Miramichi. Um, that relationship was going back to famine times when large numbers from Monaghan ended up in that area. Yeah, well, we're familiar, of course, with Gros Eel and the various river networks that come in off the Atlantic Ocean. Um, similar with the Miramichi River, it's, it's a tributary that comes over hundreds of hundreds of miles from the Atlantic Ocean into the um, Miramichi uh, Municipal District area. And going back to the Great Hunger of 1847, there would have been so-called coffin ships that came into the Miramichi River, into that region, with, of course, uh, very tragic circumstances attached to it. There were um, healthcare, as we talk about today, healthcare professionals, those doctors and nurses, who would have tended to the sick, sick and those with dysentery and various different ailments associated with malnutrition. And tragically, th those local people who, who were, you know, uh, very sort of compassionate and humanitarian in their approach, they similarly, you know, lost their lives in their, in their very best efforts at saving our lives of our ancestors going from Ireland to, to, to Canada, well, the North American continent, of course, uh, during those dark times. So, again, the survivors, those who did um, stay on and, and lived and, and, and succeeded in, in eking out a, a life for themselves, you know, obviously they have, you know, strong connections still today of their ancestors who've stayed in the area um, in Miramichi and uh, Prince Edward Island. And, and I've put it in a nutshell, Austin, that if you were to visit some of the 
graveyards and current grave sites of, of, of very active parishes in Prince Edward Island, you're looking at tombstones with the exact same names as what we would have in our local graveyards here in Monaghan. McKenna's, Trainers, Connolly's, Duffy's, McPhillips. It's quite, it's quite a huge um, connection that exists. And we, and we play our part in, in enhancing the, the relations to people, especially from the Canadian and, and North American side, that they, they want so much to um, find out about their ancestors and embrace their heritage and, and, and seek out opportunities to celebrate it. So, so no different St. Patrick's Day overseas, and people celebrate that we are now doing, we're flipping the coin and having, um, you know, people celebrating a Canadian ethnicity um, here in Ireland. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mutual, mutual exchange of uh, good wishes and celebration of, of where we came from throughout our life's journeys. So you mentioned the um, relationship in that context, and I know in the last few years particularly, there has been a lot of bridge building with different communities in Canada and Ireland. Uh, outside Ottawa here we have Smiths Falls which have connections with Carnew and the Fitzwilliam estate. Um, I've read about uh, that, yes. Yeah. And, and they're actually seeing people um, now regularly travelling over. Are you starting to see people coming from New Brunswick and PEI to Monaghan to actually yes. put their feet on, we, the, on the soil? That's right. Not so much in organised group tours, often, but in groups of twos and fours and individuals coming over during various parts of the year, not your typical holiday period time, say summer months, but I, I was told by somebody that the winters can be so severe in, in Canada that when they do have the summer weather, they enjoy it so much that they stay within their location and, you know, to be very productive within around their location and neighborhood and community and their homes that, you know, they'll pick the autumn or the summertime, the autumn, spring or winter, when maybe the weather's a bit inclement over in Canada to come over here, where weather can be for the most part tempered, a tempered climate. But, yeah, it's just something that people as well, we would be considered off the beaten tourism and visitor tra uh, trail here in Monaghan. You're familiar with the very iconic locations of Killarney, the Cliffs of Moher, Galway and, and various other locations, Dublin City, they can get very busy during those periods of people coming over in large numbers from throughout the world visiting. And we like to pride ourselves here in Monaghan that, you know, people get a rare opportunity. Some of our local volunteers will put them in the car and take them for a drive around for a couple of hours, showing them around, you know, some locations associated with the, um, the emigration trail going back 100 and 200 years. Um, it's, I refer to it as experiential tourism. They're meeting people on the ground here that aren't all part of the uh, hospitality sector, which can be for any one of us going abroad. Most of your engagement is with the hospitality sector, and that's fine. But we provide something different that, you know, we, we sort of go into the very detailed aspects of maybe their genealogy. We're not always successful by any means, I have to say this often. People come over maybe looking for their ancestral tree, their tree, their family tree and their roots, etc. But with the passage of time, 170, 80, 200 years ago, it can be quite a daunting task. But however, they, they have a great time. They, we, we've had great reports all the time from people who've come and visited with Monaghan and Slovakia. Yeah. And Sean, I know in various counties throughout the country, and well, we all know in Dublin, but in various counties, um, 
offices and resources have been established to assist in the research and genealogy. Has such a facility or is there such um, opportunity in Monaghan? Oh, absolutely. It's associated with our county library. That's the county council uh, overseeing agency and uh, they have a genealogy um, it's, it's, it's a, a guide, it's a guideline, um, it's a guide sort of uh, journey that they put them in touch with various different agencies and, and how to access be it church records, state records or any other things that help with people, for, you know, learning, uh, hearing about ba- or learning of baptisms and deaths and marriages and different things like that. But they're actually going to be playing a part in our, and they have been over the past couple of years, our annual Canada Day celebrations. We, along as well as a talk we're having by a Canadian man himself, uh, Leonard Cusack from Prince Edward Island, he's giving a talk about a book he wrote on the life of a, a Monaghan native by the name of Owen Connolly. Uh, Leonard Cusack wrote the book. It was published about six months ago, and it tells a very incredible story of uh, a local man here from Tihonan, Monaghan, by the name of Owen Connolly, who in, in 1839, as a, maybe he was 19 years old, he set on a new life path and found himself in Prince Edward Island and he became one of the most wealthiest people of the period and the best part of all that about generating wealth but his philanthropy and his you know benevolence of of supporting students accessing you know further education going back this is going back to the 1880s I think when it was commissioned and it is responsible for over three million dollars of a disbursement over that time and still has a active account of maybe two million dollars that they're constantly you know dispersing i, I would imagine in in modest sums um, um but of across a, a lot of students maybe who who would have maybe difficulty in accessing third level so that's the book on uh, owen Connolly that's going to be talked about by leonard cusick but again going back to the library services they, they they provide they're going to have a genealogy workshop to the one side exhibition as well so yeah it provides for a lot of a lot of um, interesting aspects of where to pursue and, and how to access your, your family tree to an extent, you know. Indeed. Well, Sean, you've done a fantastic job, and we're going to have to wrap it up there because we're running out of time. But I know we're going to be playing some music. And do you want to tell me a little about the music we're going to be hearing? Absolutely. Last year, in the, in the six months leading up to the Canada Day, the committee, the Canada Day Committee of Monaghan, we commissioned... A, a local musical collaborative group called um, now they're not a band but they're just a sort of collaboration who who meet weekly and tease out different tunes and and take on different uh, subject matter and will write songs about it. Well, we commissioned them to do a, to cut a CD um, in relation to the Canada Monaghan experience or Canada Ireland experience and particularly with some focus on Monaghan. And it, it resulted in a fantastic CD, Home Away From Home, and uh, we're going to have, um, we're going to hope your listeners enjoy hearing some of their tunes. Uh, they, they, they make up an integral part of our uh, weekend activities uh, through a number of performances. And actually, often, if I can say what we are seeking to do with the committee, that this group have been so receptive to being part of what we're doing, we're reaching out to try to create an exchange tour that maybe 10 or 12 of these musicians can travel. You know, we could start maybe with Prince Edward Island and Miramichi, but but any parts that would be convenient within a sort of a reasonable traveling area that over the course of a fortnight, two weeks, that they might be able to, you know, 
make a, sort of create a bit of a revenue stream that they would you know enjoy not necessarily obviously to raise money but just to go and experience the warmth and welcome that Canada has for Irish people and that they would similarly you know convey through their song and spoken word the emotions that we would experience as well um, about our ancestors who, who went abroad 100 and 200 years ago. So that's MOPO SOGS. It's an acronym for the Monaghan and Poet Songwriters Group. So they're, they're a hugely talented crew uh, of all ages, um, early 20s up to the more senior years, and uh, they, they make a great effort in providing entertainment for anything we do around Canada Day, indeed, especially with the CD. So, so I hope your listeners enjoy some of the tunes that you'll be playing for them, and, and thanks for giving that a shout-out, Elston. Okay, Jean. Well, thanks a million. It's been great chatting with you, and I hope you have a fantastic celebration for the weekend. Okay, Austin. Thank you, and to all your listeners, all the best.